Bulgarian National Radio. Hello, dear friends. Welcome to Bulgaria Today, the English-language podcast of Radio Bulgaria, the foreign service of the Bulgarian National Radio. It is a non-working Monday here, following the national holiday of St. George's Day on May the 6th. In the studio of the Bulgarian National Radio in Sofia, it is me, Rosica Petkova, and my colleague, Kostadin Atanasov, with you today. Let's hear what's on the program this Monday. In the start, in an interview with Radio Bulgaria's Romanian language service, Sofia's ambassador to Bucharest, Radko Vlaikov, explains why Bulgaria occupies a very honorable place in Romania's future plans. Next, still in the spirit of St. George's Day, we will hear the dramatic story of a temple by the name of St. George in Moldova. The Bulgarian minority there has been celebrating St. George's Day in this church in Chisinau for more than 200 years. Our colleague Miglena Ivanova brings us this interesting story. And at the end, in our song of the day, we will be remembering Bulgarian folk singer Nedjalka Keranova. Welcome to the show. Our colleague Vladimir Mite from the Romanian language section of Radio Bulgaria talks to Bulgaria's ambassador to Romania, Vlad Kuraikov, first in our show today about the qualitatively new stage in Romania-Bulgaria bilateral relations. This topic is brought to you by my colleague Kostadin Atanasov. The Declaration for Strategic Partnership between Bulgaria and Romania from the 15th of March 2023, in a sense, bridges the lack of the past in the development of the huge potential in different spheres between the two countries said Bulgaria's ambassador to Romania, Radko Vlaikov. In an interview with Radio Bulgaria's Romanian language service, he discusses the qualitatively new stage bilateral relations are entering, as well as topical issues connected with the traditional Bulgarian communities in Romania. Ambassador Vlaikov says the declaration demonstrates the two countries' increased responsibility in the Black Sea region in light of the war in Ukraine. It sets down the cooperation for overcoming the obstacles to the two countries' entry into the Schengen area. It has been more than 11 years since both Bulgaria and Romania fulfilled the technical criteria for Schengen membership. Both countries feel a certain disagreement and disappointment with the fact that besides the technical criteria, we are seeing the application of political criteria which have so far delayed our membership of Schengen. This is a very important sphere in our cooperation in the short term, against the background of the strategic character of the cooperation, connected with the signing of two agreements, which are both now in practice ready. The project in question is Fast Danube, which allows for year-round navigation along the river and which envisages the construction of a new road and rail bridge in the region of Ruse-Djurdjou. I would like to say that we expect the signing of both documents in the coming months and that they will truly provide a new impetus in the cooperation between the two countries, 
and promote the practice of the philosophy we share, that the Danube must not separate us, Ratko Vlaikov says. The declaration clearly states support for Ukraine as well as the intention to intensify the cooperation in defense and security between Bulgaria and Romania, Ambassador Vlaikov says. The declaration gives a great deal of attention to the shared understanding by Bulgaria and Romania with regard to the war in Ukraine. The two countries condemn Russia's aggressive war against Ukraine and state that it is one of the most serious violations of international law. Bulgaria and Romania will continue their powerful and full support for the independence, sovereignty and territorial integrity of Ukraine within its internationally recognized boundaries. There is a specification here including its territorial waters and its right to self-defense, says Radko Vlaikov. Cooperation and consultations are forthcoming on accession to the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. Bulgaria is in the group of countries Romania attaches the greatest significance to in its relations, such as the United States, France, Spain, Italy, Poland, Hungary, Turkey, Japan, etc. As you can see from the names of these countries, Bulgaria occupies a very honorable place in the future plans of our neighbor, Ambassador Vlaikov says. According to the Bulgarian diplomat, in recent years the two neighboring countries have rediscovered each other, something we are seeing in the development of economic relations. We are very pleased with the level of development of these relations. Trade between the two countries has constantly been growing, Ambassador Vlaikov says. According to various statistical sources, during the past year, trade between the two countries was over 8-8.5 billion euros. Romania is definitely Bulgaria's second biggest foreign trade partner, while Bulgaria is between third and fourth place as foreign trade partner to Romania. These excellent economic results were achieved against the background of problems in the transport connectivity between the two countries, with just two bridges and two land border checkpoints. It is my ambition as an ambassador to work together with the embassy staff for more direct contacts that will contribute to the relations among people, says Ratko Vlaikov. During the latest census in Romania in 2021, 6,000 people declared they identified as Bulgarian. Ratko Vlaikov says the Romanian citizens who have preserved their Bulgarian identity, language and culture deserve a great deal of respect and adds there is a need to organize Bulgarian language courses in Romania, an endeavor that is encountering different kinds of obstacles. The study of the Bulgarian language is now more than just the need of the minority to keep their bond with Bulgaria alive. The study of the Bulgarian language could become a profession for some Romanians. And it is to this aim our efforts are targeted to find Bulgarian lecturers from different universities, Ambassador Vlaikov said.
You're listening to Bulgaria Today on May the 8th. And now we take you to Chisinau, the capital of Moldova. If your road takes you there, be sure to stop by the church of St. George the Great Martyr. It will leave a vivid mark in your memories with its charm and the touching story of its construction. Today, a couple of days following the feast of St. George the Victorious, we will explore this church together with you. This is the only church in Moldova where services are conducted in Church Slavonic, the conservative Slavonic liturgical language used by the Eastern Orthodox Church. But that's not the only thing that makes it very special. Georgi Barbarov, chairman of the Bulgarian community in the Republic of Moldova, talks to Radio Bulgaria's Miglena Ivanova about how St. George's Church was built in the Moldovan capital. In the year 1814, it was decided to build this church. Father Georgi from Chisinau set out to collect money for the construction from the Bulgarians in Bulgaria, which was at the time under the Ottoman rule. But he was caught by the Turks, who poured melted tin in his mouth, and so he died a martyr's death while collecting money for the church. Later, the temple was named after him. Georgi Barbarov says that he learned this story from Father Nikolai Florinsky, the trustee of St. George Church. The priest who initiated the construction of the church, Father Georgi, was a representative of the local Bulgarian community that settled in these lands more than 200 years ago. The funds for the church were nevertheless raised among the Bulgarians, both in Bessarabia and in the Bulgarian lands, and the temple was built in 1819. More than eight decades later, on November 10, 1940, Moldova was shaken by a devastating earthquake which brought about death and destruction, including to St. George's Church. Its central dome was completely destroyed, the bell tower and walls were also damaged. At the appeal of the church's board of trustees, donations were quickly collected, some of them from the Chisinau municipality, so that St. George's Church was rebuilt. Georgi Barbarov explains that this is not the only church where Bulgarians gather in Moldova. In Teraklia, they also have their own temple dedicated to St. George the Victorious. In Chisinau, there is a place called Shipka, where there is also a small church. This small church was the place from where the volunteers for the liberation of Bulgaria set out in April 1877. They gathered in Chisinau Bulgarians from Bessarabia, Russians and Moldovan volunteers from Moldova. Bulgarians in Moldova traditionally celebrate on May the 6th, the day of St. George the Victorious. Georgi Barbarov tells us what the customs are in Moldova. On this day we eat roasted lamb. The custom is that on St. George's Day every family that has a person named George or Georgi celebrates this holiday. They roast a lamb in the oven stuffed with bulgur, rice, 
or lately with buckwheat, and it is very tasty. We have to say that the holiday is not official, as it is in Bulgaria, but it is a celebration of the name day of people who go by George. You heard an interview with Georgi Barbarov, chairman of the Bulgarian community in the Republic of Moldova, talking to Radio Bulgaria's Miglena Ivanova. After this short trip to Moldova and Chisinau, it is now time to listen to some Bulgarian music as always. Don't forget that you can listen to plenty of Bulgarian music on our website of various artists and genres. And just a quick reminder, our song of the day is not available in our audio content on Spotify for copyright reasons. You can access it by listening to our podcast via our website bnr.bg en. And now it's time to listen to one of the most remarkable voices of Bulgarian folklore. Don't go away. Song of the day. Ten days ago, on April the 24th, we marked the 82nd anniversary since the birth of Nedjalka Keranova, one of the most remarkable voices of Bulgarian folklore, who passed away in 1966 at the age of 55. Her unique voice will always remind us of the unique beauty of the Thrace region, its millennia-old culture and rich music traditions. Our listener and friend Noris Balabanyan, who lives in the United States of America and whose family is from the Haskovo region, wrote to Radio Bulgaria. He sent condolences to the daughter and the family of Nedjalka Keranova on behalf of the citizens of Haskovo and the many descendants of the Thracian Bulgarians from Western Thrace and the Adine area living in North America. Who was Nedjalka Keranova? Born in the village of Tatarevo, Haskovo district, on April the 24th, 1948, only at the age of 13, she won her first distinction and together with the acclaimed singers Magda Puskarova and Boris Karlov, she travelled the country to sing at weddings, folklore festivals and other celebrations. In 1956, Nedelka Keranova joined as soloist the folk music ensemble in Plovdiv, in 1960, the legendary Philip Kutev himself invited her to the State Folk Ensemble in Sofia, where she sang for eight years. Nedelka Keranova was recognized as the pioneer of Bulgarian wedding music. And this was no coincidence, because her father, Todor Keranov, was a famous wedding musician, a violinist in the orchestra of the legendary clarinetist Ramadan Lolov. Instrumental groups used to appear on weddings and other family occasions even before the liberation of Bulgaria from the Ottoman rule in 1878. However, this tradition peaked in the 1960s and the 1970s. Nedelka Keranova was among the singers whose careers focused on this folklore practice. According to a number of music experts, Nedelka Keranova created her own vocal style with its specific vibrato and way of singing. Currently, she has a number of followers and imitators. Let's listen next in our music slot the song Gorule Gor Zelena, the performances of Nedjalka Keranova. 
That has been almost all in Bulgaria today, our podcast this Monday, dear friends. You can follow the latest developments here on our website, where you will also find beautifully illustrated feature stories, interesting interviews and analysis. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter also at Radio Bulgaria English Service. Another reminder that our podcast is available for listening on Spotify. You just have to type Bulgaria Today Podcast to find it. It was me, Usica Podkova, and my colleague, Kostadin Atanasov, with you this Monday from our studio in Sofia. Thank you for listening, and at the end, we bring you another performance of Nedialka Keranova. Bulgarian National Radio.